0: Three, two, one. Light them up. I'm Paul.
1: This is Buck. This is the Paul and Buck Show. Hey, the big buckin' deal. Here is download the latest app at paulandbuckshow.podbean.com.
0: And uh, we're back. We got a new uh, guest to interview. Um, we came out here to his shop here in Taylor. Uh, he's got some cool stuff here, man. You ought to see his cars. You ought to see the the memorabilia that he's got here um, so we're just gonna let him tell us a story yeah, we're gonna go right uh, in. what he does buck tell us what you're doing here yeah, well you <laughs> we forgot just, to put your intro in this time well that's
1: all right we got an intro rolling I'm sure we're working on one but yeah we're just gonna we're free scribbling yeah we're not so it's, doing it's gonna like be um, like I said this this show is gonna be basically about you know um, like I said, like Paul said, the, the the first listener of our podcast of episode one and two, like I said, we just want to get some feedback, and of course, he's got a lot of great things here, so we can definitely uh, just, just kind of lean back and just kind of let him lead the way. But uh, but yeah, Oscar, how about, you? why know, don't you introduce yourself?
2: Okay, well, my name is Oscar Vera, I'm 69 years old, I was born and raised in uh, Corpus Christi. That's right. And uh, I come from a, not a big family of racing, but I did have an uncle that raced cars, and and uh, my dad had a lot of interest in cars, and when I was 10, 11 years old, uh, I used to mow yards to to oh, build yeah. model cars. I do remember so I, you told you me know, that, yeah. I, I started building model cars when I was 12, 13 years old, and, and that kind of helped me get into the real cars. And I remember having my first car in, in my, on my uh, junior year of high school in 1970, I had a little nice. 66 Nova with a 327 4-speed yeah. and that was so we all bad. wish to have that car <laughs> <Yeah>. man? <laughs> it was a nice car, but uh, I've had a lot of nice cars since then and and uh, You've had quite a few in, I
0: mean yeah. before I even met you um, And you didn't I don't think you lived here. I uh, would see you at the uh, one of
2: the, the, the first three or four Lone Star roundups Yeah, I, uh, I got a 56 Chevy that I had built uh, after I, I didn't retire. I moved to the Valley in 1992, and I uh, had a couple of cars built there, and I had a 56 Chevy Gasser that I had mm-hmm. built. And uh, the second year of the Roundup, I decided I wanted to drive that car to to Austin, Texas, and yeah, I did. I, it was yeah. a good road trip.
0: And you, dro- you, used to, yeah. you drove in with the, with another guy. It was a guy with the 57 yeah, Ford.
2: A, a buddy of mine named Carmen, a real nice Vietnam vet. He, yeah. uh, he's got a 57 Ford. Both uh, gasser straight axle cars, and and they were big hits in that show. That first show we went yeah. to was there on Riverside on
1: by the lake. Right, oh, right. Wow. Yeah, that was a while back. And, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, and so that I was, was like in the 90s. That was, was
0: uh, <laughs> it
2: was uh, 2005. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, yep. I
0: remember I drove in there, and the show was so small. Uh, I had a. I didn't think I fit in. I had a '67 Camaro <clears throat> with the tunnel ram. I had slots on it, and I drove in there. and I I, I thought that was vintage, but I felt that <laughs> out of you know at a place because these cars were even you know cooler than than that. But um, I guess nowadays it's a little. It's a little uh, a little bit of the mix of gasser and whatnot, but yeah, well, yeah I, you were there
2: from the beginning. You yeah, were you were there. i had comments on the car, and I think there's been a. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying that I revived the gasser scene. I mean, there were gassers yeah. right. long before I ever built them. But I think uh, I brought along a lot of the gassers that you now see on the on the streets. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, it, it was just a lot of fun driving that car, you know. And people think uh, a couple of things. One, they want to know why it so, sits so high up in the air. They think it's a low rider, but it's not a low rider. It is a s- static, straight-axle car. And, uh, you know, uh, the the Valley's 350 miles from Austin. So, you know, it's a pretty good trip to Harlem. That,
0: that was a drive. I, I mean, I know that had been a drive. Um, I just wonder, you know, when guys do those kind of trips, I mean, you guys, do you check your bearings on these? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you make
2: sure the oil is good? I mean, yeah. is the cam going to make it? Well, you know, I'll be honest, holly? A, com- a couple of times uh, that 57 Ford had to tow this car back to the valley, or, you know, because something, I, I broke a clutch one time, yeah. headed back to the valley. And uh, I forget what else happened, but this car is 20 on, going on 25 years that, you know, I have do very little. To, work on it to keep it maintained not as much as i should you know, i'm fixing to tear it apart and, and and put a new engine not that it needs it put a new engine and actually put a straight axle it's got a dropped axle now but uh, so i'm going to redo the car and kind of hopefully it'll go up in valley you know it's, it's kind of funny but back yeah.
0: back in the back in the early 90s late 80s you know it was a oh you're gonna drive your car you've got those roller rockers you know (laughs) i don't remember that and and, and, uh you know nowadays you know the lt1 camaro you know the lt4 it had roller rockers you know now even the the ls has has roller rockers and uh, but back then it was like a big no-no if you had roller rockers you can't drive out of town in that car they're gonna they're not (laughs) designed to do that it's
2: funny because about (laughs) last year i was uh, driving this car to little river to a race and uh, right out of holland uh, the, these rocker arms have been on they this did car like for them. about 10 years okay yeah. now the the, the life yeah. of those things are not that long but uh, yeah. since i don't drive it that much i've had them on there 10 years well one of them popped yeah. broke and i had to tow the car back and, and get a new set of rockers but yeah uh, I got 10 years out of my first set so. what kind Dude. of what kind of rockers were those they were sig urson okay oh, okay y'all have the okay. Okay. So yeah, those, the the big, big, those yeah. have the
0: big the big bearings you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's interesting cuz I mean, you know, even today the the LS it doesn't have a, I don't I don't know what I, I don't know how they work, but it's well, they're a, it's they're a, a
1: self-adjusting rocker set right. like on most of those. They're like a, a, no, I'm they're talking like about, a
2: but the 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 the, the bearing Part oh, of it. the trunnion, yeah, the needle yeah, bearing. Yeah. I think they're needle bearings. Mine had a needle bearings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I lost 22 little needles somewhere no, in the engine. Engine. <laughs> Yeah, But that's, I did pull with the that. pan apart, uh, yeah. the oil pump. I didn't find any of them, so I don't know where they went. But there <laughs> 22 little needle bearings went somewhere. <laughs> but the car still running. They're still running, so running, right? I lost an <laughs> nail wrench
0: once, man. It went, it went into, the, into into the valley, man. I was like, no, yes, we got to take the intake off. But yeah, yeah that's still that sucks, but. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, that is the life. Anyway, getting back to your, to your, uh, your trips coming out here. How many
2: of those did you do? I think. uh, Well, I've done them all. I've done from 2005 through uh, 2015. uh, I did all but maybe one. Oh wow. And uh, I can't remember why I didn't make it uh and then since i moved here i moved here in 2016 i've been to
0: him I, I assumed you lived here cuz i would see that car
2: every year man yeah. you know yeah. your buddy too uh,
0: you know and where where is your buddy from edinburgh. Edinburgh. edinburgh edinburgh so that's a drive yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a South good drive. Texas. yeah yeah so that was a drive for you guys to come out here wow that wow. That's what I'm saying. No, I would... yeah.
2: Coming from deep down in South Texas, that's a long drive anywhere in Texas. Yeah. I'm glad I live in Taylor right. now. You it's know, but, uh, I was telling you guys earlier that I drove to Oklahoma City and a little fiat yeah. from or McAllen, to right. Oklahoma City, and that you know that took a day, yeah. almost a day, all day.
1: Just got Texas. Yeah, all to get day in that Texas. seat.
2: Yeah, but it was a fun trip. Wow. I mean, it was a little bitty car. I enjoyed. it. I'm a little bitty guy now. One, one seat <laughs> or two seats? It, it was a two seater. But, it, but the, it's a small compartment, yeah. Be, yeah, it yeah. And it was loud. Well, that thing was loud. Yeah. It had side pipes going out. I had to wear earplugs on the way up there. Yeah. Harvard.
0: Now, for you guys, you know, you're listening to the podcast, obviously. There, uh, we don't have YouTube set up um, yet. Uh, but if you go to our Facebook page, you should be able to see some of these photos. Because we're going to take some photos. He's got, Like I said, he's got a lot of cool stuff, um, some history, some memories he wants to share. So um, when you see this episode and you listen to this episode, you can go to the website, uh, Facebook page, and uh, check out some of the stuff that we post because they go in relation to these episodes. And yep. so um, this episode definitely is going to have uh, some of his cool uh, photos uh, that he takes when he goes to car shows. You'll see that Fiat. You'll see this 56 Chevy. Everybody knows him by that 56 Chevy. Um so uh, moving forward, just to yeah. let everybody know that you guys, you do get to see what we
2: see here. Yeah. You well, know. And primarily, I think this uh, this number three video, I want to mm-hmm. talk about the model cars and how I got started. Yeah. And, you know, I was 12 right. years old. I'm 69 now, so I've been doing it way over 50 years. Okay. Yeah. This is, uh, I love building models. Uh, I'll do it till the day I die. <laughs> now, I, I,
0: yeah. I was talking to you about these models, because you, you got me into this model building. I'm, not that I, I had never done it before. Yeah. I had as a kid, as a, as a, as a teenager. I think um, we all have. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But when I when I met you, and then I see that you do this stuff, I'm like, man, I, I really want my, my cars back, the ones that I built, because they got either trashed or, oh, yeah. or left behind somewhere. Um, so tell me a little bit, when you said that you were living out there, um, and then... At what what point do you move
2: out here? You obviously have a bunch of stuff. Well, I do have a bunch of stuff. I lived in uh, Corpus through yeah. uh, 1992. I at that time, uh, I worked for a company out of Houston selling cutting tools, and mm-hmm. they had a branch in uh, Far, Texas, which is real close to McAllen. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to run that branch, so I yeah. moved, uh, took the family to to Far, and I lived there 28 years. And I retired from that company and and decided to move to Taylor. Uh, Why Taylor? Why
0: not Austin or South Austin or well, uh, San
2: Marcos? I was divorced at the time. I was living uh, alone in in Florida. I had a neighbor that was going to move to Round Rock. Her daughter lived in Round Rock. Oh, yeah. And she was going to have a baby. So she, she is a retired school teacher. She was going to move to Round Rock, but couldn't afford it. So she, she found this little house here in Taylor. Uh, she asked me about it I said yeah, I've been a Taylor before I was there in the 80s in a nice little town So she found a house we moved up here and I brought all my stuff, and here and I am. And boom, super-sized yeah. garage, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, yeah, I got to see uh, the construction of your, of your shop here, man. And all of a sudden, it's like I, I catch the itch. I'm like, damn, I want one now. <laughs> it, it was so easy for you to set up. Or look, you made it look easy and fun.
2: Well, it, it, it kind of was. I, you know, I was my own contractor here, and I knew what I wanted. Oh, yeah. This is kind of a, a long-life dream of yeah I've had. But, uh, you know, I've always uh, rented storage units uh, to put all my cars. I've never been a one car guy. I've always had multiple that's cars. That's rare. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. Now. <laughs> I think I've got a few at my house. Uh, right. Ray, but, you've got a few. But you know, you can't even, hardly
2: sleep at night when you've got a car in a storage can. unit. You got to have it uh, yeah. right in Projected. your own, yeah, yeah, protected in your own yard. And that's yeah. just, I feel a whole lot better
1: doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. knowing that you, you sleep next to.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, That's that's what we all want, and it's nice. It's really nice, and it's set up real clean, and just like everybody will like their cars.
0: So, some of the things that you've already done here, um, you got me to make you some of your flyers for your swap meet. Yeah, Yeah, I started
2: it. I had a swap meet. A bunch of the guys uh, talked about doing swap meets, and there are several swap meets. We've been at a swap meet in Giddings, uh, New Braunfels, Fredericksburg, Belton, Belton. and a few of the guys, local guys, have been talking about doing a swap meet, but they just never did it. Mm -hmm. They thought, well, we need... 10 or 12 acres to do something and and I don't have a big lot but it's a, a residential lot and it's all uh, paved so I figured well heck I'll just have one and I called up about 15 guys and they all committed to come I didn't charge them and and we had a successful swap yeah well me and Ray we
0: showed up yeah and it was uh, the first one that I had ever been to where they had um, you know vintage you know, uh, 65 and older, hard to find stuff. I mean, it was just
2: it was there. And I have a good uh, a group of guys that have a lot of nice parts. I got some friends that have a hot rod shop in Thorndale, and they brought some of their stuff. And uh, once yeah. I had the 15 guys that, yeah. on the spots, then I was worried about well, who's going to buy all this stuff? You know, yeah. Where am I going to get the people to? That's uh, true. But, uh, people did show up, and I think everybody sold something. You know, nobody walked out with a million dollars, but, you know, we all all (laughs) saw
0: I definitely enjoyed it. I had fun. Me and Ray, we we started the uh, Central Texas Hot Rodder Swap Meet on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, We wanted to integrate that into uh, Buck's uh, website for Central Texas Streetcar Association. So we opened it up, and... It's doing pretty good. Yeah, it's doing good. I mean, just every week we have about... At least 10, 20 people, uh, you know, going in. And, and Austin is a different atmosphere compared to Austin, or compared to uh, you know other parts of Texas. Here, you've got some high-dollar stuff. A lot of a lot of guys are into the LS swap, so you're getting a lot of that stuff also. But with Oscar coming on board, we ended up getting uh, some of the, the uh, man, the different, different the nostalgic yeah. uh, feel for it, and now man you you wait about a week and you're going to see some some uh you know model a or 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 some 40s you know items popping up but it's going to be some cool stuff and uh you just never know where this 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 stuff is coming from but uh yeah it turned out successful you
2: you've only done two i've I've had two uh and there's a there's a gentleman that has a a little uh beer joint it's, it's not a beer joint it's kind of uh he lives out on the outskirts of taylor it's called the grease trap yeah. and he's got a rockabilly band and uh, we hang out there and uh, whatever date he has that uh, rockabilly show i try to have a swap meet that early that morning oh, yeah. so that we can what's the name of that place it's called the grease Trap. that's one Crab. on old
1: thorndale road yes it's yeah, on right. old thorndale yep, road yep.
0: Pretty interesting. Um, what are some of the other hangouts? I know you all, every weekend you're doing something, uh, whether you're taking photos with your cars or your groups, your buddy.
2: Well, we try to cruise, you know, the the country roads of Taylor, the back roads, but there's, uh, you know, a lot of little uh, places that are happening, you know. We, uh, a couple of times we'll go to Top Notch in Austin, there's one coming up in Hutto. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just, uh, we'll drive the Little River to the racetrack, or we'll, uh, uh, you know, go to the grease trap. There's uh, some a lot of places. A lot of guys like to hang out here. You know, I got a lot of cool stuff. They come <laughs> here. We just
0: we talked about the top notch because you you sent me the photos. Yeah. But when you when you look at that photo, man, those, those clouds look pretty yeah. intense well, in the back. We man, we
2: didn't get any rain. We got lucky. We yeah. got rain on the way from the from the show in Dripping Springs to Top Notch. We got a little rain, but uh, but it didn't rain yeah. while we were there. So you actually
0: fixed your doors before you went out there. You anticipated maybe you'd get some rain or something. Well,
2: what happened, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, my little red, I got a little 33 Ford, and somebody had asked me to borrow it on Saturday. I was going to drive it to the show, but mm-hmm. instead I uh, went ahead and sacrificed it to my buddy that was going to have a little show at the cigar shop downtown, mm-hmm. Taylor. And he mm-hmm. wanted me to park the truck there, so I figured if it's going to rain, I'm going to roll the windows up. So I had to work <laughs> on the windows to get R get them rolled up uh-huh. and I ended up going with someone else to the car show but so I sacrificed the truck for that Oh, but okay it, it didn't rain
1: yeah uh, it
0: <laughs> it didn't didn't well we got to the show and and you know the humidity immediately with me was just I mean it hit within walking that one acre and I'm like I don't see
2: Oscar's truck anywhere around here. I don't
0: know where Oscar's at. He should have been here by now because we took our—we thought we took a long time getting there. Yeah,
2: no, uh, we uh, we didn't get there till about nine
0: thirty. Okay, so, so yeah, we the got thing. there. Yeah, we we must have hightailed. It. Yeah, we got there early and left before we even saw uh, OCC Paul Senior yeah. uh, come out and take photos. Uh, we just saw Jesse James standing there by the um, by one of the, the the boots that they had there. And uh, I just happened to say, hey, hey, what's going on? And we took the photos, and that's when we left.
2: We had enough. (laughs) That was a nice show. And even though uh, in Corpus and the Valley, they got uh, shows because there's, you know, warm weather. Mm, Uh, We get a lot of winter Texans down in the Valley. They love it down there. And we have a show just about every weekend, but most of those shows are, uh, you know, they're the new new Camaros, the new Mustangs, and stuff like that, and there's nothing wrong with those cars. But you can go to the showroom and look at them. Uh, down here, there's uh, there's usually a car show with just a bunch of oldies and classics, and and uh, that's the kind of stuff I like, and I think people like to see them as well. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, when those cars came around, I remember uh, you know I stopped at a uh, a Taco Cabana on on South Lamar, and. Right away, the first thing that caught my eye was was that Model A Roadster that was next to me. Um, I had seen it in in, in a in a uh, Custom Rod magazine or something like that, that I, or Street Rodder magazine or something. Uh, it was out of California. I'm like, man, what is that car doing here? And I didn't even know the Roundup was happening, but I saw that car drive up, and uh, they were all I mean dressed to that era, you know. And I'm like, what in the world's going on here? You know, starting my car. And, you know, I don't, it's a 70 Chevelle, it doesn't represent
2: anything from that era,
0: man. I feel like a sore thumb again, but... uh, Do you know, uh,
2: back in the, long before the roundup, uh, the Long Star Roundup, Mm -hmm. uh... This area, I think in Round Rock, there used to be a car show every either Friday or Saturday night on oh, the 35 water and 70. Yeah, the Whataburger. Yeah, the yeah. burger. Yeah, that was Saturday night. And yeah. I would, I swear, hundreds of cars yep. would go there. Now, yeah. we would always kind of be on our way back from a show in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I would go to a model show in Dallas. Or uh, somewhere up north, coming back, and we'd we'd make it a point to stop at those shows, and you know, even at two in the morning, there yeah, was always yeah. 100 that, that's, that's the a hundred cars.
1: That's that's good to say because yeah, that was uh, from like early '90s. Yeah, until, I don't remember. I mean, it was yeah. It started off small. Saturday nights, Waterburger. It the made Whataburger it to Carcraft popping. magazine. Yes. It was on the
0: center cover of yes. Carcraft magazine and, one day. And
1: there was nights nice, You always made it a point. Like, okay, let this Waterburger. You know. Yes. Go. We, we used to cruise up there. I mean, I used to cruise my Camaro up there back when it was really street and uh, yeah, yeah. And like I said, two, one, two in the morning, right? Popping yeah. and then uh, there's there was a time, one time when uh we there was uh we met up there on a Saturday night and we went down the road down uh Gattis School mm-hmm. back then Gattis used to come down used to come all the way and come up to yeah. six eighty five where there's that Manville water tower. Yeah, it, it was nothing there. And no. they used to street race down that road. They, I mean it, 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 there was one I can remember street racing for about 3 hours before the cops showed up. Wow. I mean there was probably about 20 30 cars just going back up down the road. Back, just street racing. I mean it, that's 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 what I'm saying man the times back then the cops just say, okay just yeah. load up get out of here. Right. But you know yeah. everybody yeah. Yeah, started I mean, at that about. Waterburger Burger parking lot but that's that's, See, that's I was, awesome from, you I, was that
0: up. I was in I was from South Austin so for us to come out here and you know to Round Rock and go to that show was almost a luxury. Because, you know, we're going to have to, you know, my car took, you know, a little bit of race gas, a little bit of, you know, high octane. But then the gearing, man, it would limit you to driving all the way out here. So we didn't come out here too often. We'd yeah. stay, you know, on the other, as they say out here on the other side of the river. And yeah, uh, yeah. so we were kind of divided between the north and, and the south guys. But that show, when whenever we, you know, hey, let's all take off as a group and, and make our, our little happening. Because it would start, you know, around 7 o'clock. Yeah, right before does, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, And that's where... That's where we met. I met uh, Mark uh, Halleck with his Nomad uh, 55, and he had a, man, he actually would drive that thing open header, you know,
1: on 35, and he
0: had gearing on that thing, so when he was passing by on the other, you know, going back (laughs) home, it sounded like a boat was going by. We're like, man, what is that? And they're like, oh, that's Mark, you know? Yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, and a lot of people would. They would, some would trailer it. Yeah. With open yeah. headers or some would drive it open headers. and then yeah. every time when somebody was leaving on that next access road, the cops sitting right there he'll let them, he'll let them light it up or, you know.
2: Yeah. It was well, just back didn't... in the seventies when I lived in Corpus yeah. we had a couple of uh drive ins and they mm-hmm. were called the Picks, Picks yeah. drive in. Oh yeah. And on the uh, I wouldn't call it on the Mexican side of town. We had a picks, and a lot of guys had a lot of fast cars. And on the rich side of town, they yeah. had a picks, and all them guys had some really nice cars. Yeah, and they, we had a lot of rival races. But you know, they'd come yeah. pick on us, or we'd go down there and pick on them. And and occasionally, it was funny because back in the seventies. We could, we would, uh, we, I guess we talk code, you know, when yeah. we're going to race at 10.30, We're going to meet at a certain at yeah. Chapman Ranch Road or yeah. some road out there, and then uh, the cops would know. I don't know uh, to the now, I know how they Dang. knew, but they would kind of hang out, and then everybody at Picks would turn their headlights on and, and haul ass down airs or haul butt down airs <laughs> with all the headlights. And uh, then the cops would follow us, and then of course we'd get there, and you know they're just following the lights, and they yeah. knew something was something, going to happen. Yeah. But you know, talking <laughs> about talking about cars on trailers, you know, we'd go to a race one t- sometimes that we'd get set up, and some of them rich boys would show up with their cars on a trailer and and yeah. open headers, and they were full-fledged race cars, but you know they uh, we'd still bet money on
0: them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: against them. that's good. That's competent.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what? So when you moved out here, um, you, did, you, did you already have connections with some of the guys with the cars out here, or it was just a little new to you? Uh? Uh,
2: and, uh, yes and no. I did know a few of them. I didn't know know them all. I, I, I had met. There's a gentleman named Reggie Hill that lives in Huddle. He's from Taylor. Yep. Yep. Uh, I knew him, and then he kind of turned me on to a, a guy named Billy that was part of a Thunderbolt Club and and i just went over there one thursday night they have a thursday thursday Thursday,
1: they call it thursday Thursday, and
2: and they all hang out all the hot riders hang out and and they found out i had a bunch of cars they didn't quite believe i had as many cars as i did (laughs) i was telling them all the cars that i had but and then one day I, i drove one of my cars i had a 41 willys orange that i drove drove to Billy's and God, he wanted he, he wanted to look at that car and he let me leave it there overnight in his shop so he could <laughs> take a good look. I didn't have any place to keep it yeah. but I had driven, trailered it over here from the valley right? and I needed a place to keep it and he said just keep it in my garage and, and, and I did but he took a good look at, at how it was built and I got a thumbs up from him on that. Yeah, at what, like, at what point,
0: where, how did you get um, acquainted with the, uh, the Thunderbolts?
2: Well, of course, Billy's a part of that club or was a part of that club, and uh, uh, there are a few guys that all hang out there at, at that uh, at his house. And, of course, uh, I knew all the members, basically knew all the members, mm-hmm. and I've and got along. And I'm the newest member and, and was brought into the club about three years ago. Mm-hmm and uh, and I, I was uh the, because of
0: wh- because of which car which car did they they The pick up my 33 the red Ford oh, okay. and, it, it, and that's got some connection with the Austin Speed Shop as well prior yeah, didn't that it that
2: truck was built by uh, a gentleman by the name of Bobby Bleed uh, at the Austin Speed Shop I don't know what year that car truck came from Minnesota I believe in 58 And then him and a guy named Jeff Peters, a bunch of young kids built that truck. There's a video on the ham Mm -hmm. of them building that truck. And uh, Bobby's wife was going to have a baby in 2012, and they needed some money. He needed to sell the truck, so word got to me in the valley, and I bought it. Boom, bam, here we go. (laughs) I made two payments on it, uh, (laughs) but uh, he wouldn't let me bring it home on the first payment. I I didn't bring it home until after the second payment. The Kmart Lelway plan. There we go. Yeah, that's been a good truck, a very traditional hot rod. It's got a rocket Oldsmobile engine with everything in its uh, old, you know, tradition. Wow! Yeah, so, it is, and I get a lot of a lot of nice comments. Unfortunately, I didn't build the truck, but uh, I've had to maintain it, and and the guys here, and the Thunderbolts helped me do uh, update the motor here recently.
0: Yeah, you go, you went through it again. Uh, we didn't what, rebuild the ago?
2: motor, but we took it out. They painted the the firewall, and they painted the engine, and chrome plated the the valve covers and jet-hotted the exhaust, and we did a lot, put three Strombergs, yeah. uh, it had a 3 do yeah. setup, but it yeah. was the old original cast iron, and mm. they oh, found yeah. me an aluminum manifold that yeah. we put on, and I spent some money on it, but it was well worth it. <laughs>
0: there, yeah, I, I, I was after an aluminum intake for a while, and I did find one, and um mm. But my mentality is a little different. It's always, it gets out of hand. It, it, you know, I'm trying to always get to, the like, like, at buck's level, you know, like, oh, can this motor, you know, make that much fire? Because what's the bug hits you, man? You just never stop, you know
2: what I mean? Well, it's yeah, just, that's yeah. true. You know, you want to, especially when you're out of the track, you always want to yeah. go faster yeah. and faster. I, I, uh, I acquired a couple of years ago a little front-engine dragster mm-hmm. that uh, that was built and used to race in the 60s in Corpus had a Buick nail head in it with fuel injection. I didn't want the motor, but I got the Drexler. And uh, I'm currently gonna put an inline six. I had a stroke about three years ago, and I'm limited to uh, to speed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't really
2: want to go fast. I just want to go down the track safe. Right, of course. So uh, you know, I don't need a Hemi to to go down an eighth of a mile. Uh, you know, burning rubber all the way <laughs> Who needs a Hemi? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put an inline six, and maybe race with a couple of the guys that have a little flatheads in their front engine directors, and that'll be good competition. It'll be Ford against Chevy, and and uh, so that that should be fine
0: yeah that little that dragster uh, just looking at it here in prior times I mean yeah it, that is a period correct it doesn't look like um, like these new ones that they put together but you know they've got like the wrong tire or yeah. they'll have the, the wrong uh, set up in the front you end front you know end, well you
2: got to make it safe you know you uh, but I figured an eighth mile what can go wrong I mean anything could go wrong <laughs> And uh, I'm not gonna do a burnout. I don't feel like I need to do a burnout. I just want to be able to stage the car and just nail
1: it and go. That'd be awesome,
2: there. I
0: I do remember I took Josh to a nostalgic event, and uh, so we're taking photos, and we take photos of these guys with these dragsters. You know, they're little, you know, safety modern uh, type uh, builds. But when we left that place, we kind of left with our mouth open because. Uh, the guy—I don't know what happened at the end of the uh, at the end of his race, but apparently he had a heart attack or something, mm-hmm. man. And oh, um, yeah. it was
1: uh,
0: just, a couple years ago. yeah. Well, no, it was it's several uh, about oh, about four or
1: five. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Joshua was a one one lot man.
0: younger, and uh, he's like, really, we just got the autograph of, of <laughs> and that guy just went through, and we we're like, well, I don't know, that's just what we heard when we we're driving off, you know. But
1: so I guess you know, stuff
0: can happen.
1: Yeah, you yeah. never know, um, but. But like I said, you know, safety is one thing, but like I said, when you have a period correct, because there's classes yeah. out there that run uh, kind of that they have to be like a semi-period correct. There's like no index, there's no speed or nothing. It's just, you know, as long as you go and make a pass. Exhibition. It's exhibition, if you will. Right. So, yeah.
2: And that's, that's kind of what
1: I, you know,
2: I'm not a show-off by no means, but I like showing off my stuff and I like having neat stuff. and But it's, uh, it's always good, uh, you know, uh, to be safe when you're going down the track
0: yeah well definitely I mean you just you have the You've been bitten by the bug to have all these nostalgic rides. Um, I was surprised that you said, hey, I'm bringing this dragster. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, you're getting a dragster. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a real authentic 1960s, yeah, yeah. early 60s dragster. So, you know, the fact that you're going to put a six-cylinder in it also, yeah, uh, that's something board, that yeah. really puts it in that era where some of these guys back then did run six oh, cylinders yeah, yeah. on them, and they ran
2: fast. Yeah, they sound know. like a beehive going down the
0: track. Well, <laughs> I wasn't I was fortunate enough to hear, but I will when you get yours done. Yeah. So, um, so that's interesting. And yeah. so you've got what kind of wheels? What
2: kind of slicks do you have on it? What are you putting uh, on the back? I've pack? got some Firestone pie crust, uh, okay, and they're they're basic. They're fairly new. They're, I do have some old pie crust that came with the car. Right. but they're harder than cement. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I tried
0: picking one up, man. It just is just like <laughs> wow, man. Here, take it back. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I do see them somewhere over there. I do remember
2: seeing them.
1: But They're kind of like Harley. Yeah, like unfortunately, concrete.
2: the six cylinder that I'm putting in it is uh, one of the late model two fifties. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm looking for some more period correct parts, like a distributor. It's got an ATI distributor, and I mm-hmm. may run that for a while, but
1: well, like a I'm, points something. Yeah, like I it. need to
2: yeah. buy, a, buy a points uh,
1: distributor,
2: and and it's gonna. I had a three do setup for it uh, that I bought from really? a guy in Florida, but that was a high dollar setup but I don't wanna go to the racetrack and pull with three carburetors. So I figured I'd just buy a four barrel intake, put it on there and- and Make it simple. Yeah, make it simple and just go down the track. I know how to work on my stuff, but I, you know, when I a lot of times when people are watching, I choke. So I, <laughs> I just run just right when I'm there, and if it's not going to run right, I put it on the trailer and come <laughs> yeah, At least you took it right. Yeah. Um,
0: so how long have you been with the with the Thunderbolt since they uh, they brought you in? Well, uh,
2: since 2019. 2019. Yeah, okay. 2019. And we were going to a show uh, in Wimberley. Uh, it was called uh, the Showdown. Right. And uh, that that weekend they made me a Thunderbolt and it was a the thrill of my life really I mean I've never been a part of a club I've I've got a ton of friends in Corpus the valley and even here but uh, uh, just to be a part of a family of the Thunderbolt family is a it's a great and, did, and did you know how
0: old this club went back here in Central Texas you know some of the history no. I know some of it. I, I was wondering if, if they had ever filled him in on it, right? You know, since you moved here
2: to Taylor. Yeah, because I had uh, w- when I lived here in Taylor. One of the members, uh, his name is Olin Teeman. Right. Uh, Teeman, there you go. He was a member back in 1955 when I was two years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he and I had talked about you know the club back back then, and they were well organized in the. And he even he's he owns his. Uh, he had a car that he bought back in uh, 32 Ford and he raced it through the years and he still has he it. Still he made a street ride yeah. out of it. So, uh,
0: and, and so you got to meet some of the original, not just him, but you, you met a few more, cause yeah, I, you I introduced
2: me to a few of those guys. Yeah, I met a couple others. The originals. Craig uh, Treg Lowry. Uh, there's a couple others, I can't think of their names, but, uh, and then most all the others are new, the the newer members, right. but, and and uh, maybe half of, there's only 13 members that are active at this moment, and they're not all from Taylor, that used to be the Thunderbolts Taylor, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's now called Thunderbolts Central, Texas. Mm. A lot of the guys live outside of Taylor, so. 10-4, yeah.
0: Cars can travel the distance nowadays, right? There you go. So you can live just about anywhere and jump on the toll
2: road. And but there it's you are. nice to be part of a club. Uh, you know, they're all team members. If I need something, of course they. The, to be part of that club, you have to work on your own car, do a yeah. lot of your own work, and uh, you. Know, uh, that's what they want, but uh, they do lend a helping hand when I need it. You well, know? I think
0: it's cool that you actually joined a a authentic club. Uh, that not many people would be, you know, fortunate enough to, to join, you know, especially with the right. history given that
2: what, what these guys did back then. So, any chance we could uh, bring them on? Well, uh, I could, I could talk to them. Maybe we could do it on the next one or next uh, next week. I could get them put together, and we can
1: be glad yeah. to meet here. We yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, I mean that's no problem. Yeah, we we can definitely that's that's you know them,
2: those guys could talk to you a little bit more about the history of right uh, of the club and. Uh, what they used to do for drag racing at the time, I think they used to be part of an HRA. Uh, Olin can fill you in on that, but yeah, uh, and Olin's got a lot of uh, pictures and a lot of history, and uh, he may he may be a little shy in talking. <laughs> Lowry, Lowry uh, uh, Treg yeah. is not shy. He he
1: would know, but yeah, I
2: can I can talk to them and get a, a little. Little meet put together where you can ask yeah. them some
0: questions. Certainly. Yeah, I saw I saw Olin's car when when you were here at the swap meet, and that that's not a, your normal street car. I mean, he's got a yeah. you know he's got a roll you know we call it a roll yeah. cage. he has yeah. you know, got a, a push roll bar car
2: and a roll cage. Uh, he has put a at the time that he was racing, he had a two sixty five. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall he had a, a thirty nine Ford transmission three mm-hmm. speed. I don't know what rear end he had when he raced. But uh, he 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 took that engine out because it was smoking. He yeah. he kind of built it with a very loose tolerance, mm-hmm. smoking. So he put a later model uh, three hundred and fifty, and and he's got a T five in it now because the yeah. transmission broke on him at, at Little River one weekend. Yeah. Uh, but you know he uh, he's eighty what eighty six years old. So Still. you know he yeah. He's, he's not out there racing like I would have
1: never I would have never
0: you know when you're a car guy and 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 you talk car stuff man age there's no difference between somebody who's twelve and somebody who's eighty nine oh, yeah. you know because if you're talking the same lingo uh, I mean you yeah. automatically yeah, hit it, it automatically. off man and you know you get to learn stuff from one another or really you're gonna learn stuff from the from the older guy but I mean you almost immediately connect and you realize that man this guy's been doing the same thing i've been doing and gonna continue to do but this guy's done it you know he knows just about anything and everything and sometimes you can ask him something and they'll tell you something that some guy today had no No clue of how to fix you know um and they'll be like seriously you didn't know how to do that
2: you'll (laughs) be like no no i didn't know you know that's the way to yeah every car i've owned a street car uh with the exception of two Mm -hmm has had a manual transmission, you know, months yeah. four-speed, it mm-hmm. has to have a clutch, everything's got a clutch. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm in the process of putting a new engine, a uh, stroker motor in this uh, 56. Yeah. I don't need to put it in there, but I, I own it. So <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I spent a bunch of money and it sounds good, so I want to put it in there and wake that thing up. But yep. at my age, and I'm not near the age of Olin is or some of these guys, but you know, I'm hitting 70 and with that stroke, you know, my, uh, my brain and my uh, right arm and my left leg don't coordinate well. I yeah. think
0: if you just hand Olin the keys, <laughs> he's gonna show you something. <laughs> he's gonna show you how to run that because Olin just—I mean, Olin walks so around. So on am
1: assuming like base, you you can put an automatic in there.
2: No, I'm gonna leave it a Porsche. Yeah. I, I probably should put an automatic, but now I yeah. Uh, you've it, always my it. heart. Yeah. I've of course, gotta, of course, course, of course, course yeah. of course. I love the sound of us a, a shifting gears.
0: Yeah, so and I've always had that gears, yeah. that mentality that that thing's about to cut my toes off. <laughs> yeah, the clutch is going to let go a minute, It's going to let go. It's going to uh, pop, oh, you know? man, yeah, yeah. yeah and like, and that really,
2: was. yeah. The, the tranny that I got is, of course, it's fully synchronized. If if you do it right, you don't yeah. even yeah. need
1: to step you're on the clutch. The age, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. True.
0: well, there's a lot of those... Uh, Boxes going around even in today's cars. Um, what do they call it? Faceplate them or whatever they, they say. Uh, whatever the modern lingo is. Maybe we should come up with a list of, of words.
1: Sometimes uh, that's, uh, that's term now terminology differently. Yeah. yeah what sure. what are some the, lingo out there? Like the, I said, you, you can. Yeah I, yeah, I got it. I got a few right off the number in my head, but I we'll we'll go on another because i be like, <laughs> that'll be another, well, what's another this, show. Oscar? What's this Nos shit? What are you talking about now, that's a different Nosh. Nos. <laughs> ah, Nas. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, whole different yeah, thing. Oscar. Oscar, are
0: you fast and furious, Oscar?
1: Say no. I uh, used to be. <laughs> yeah, Used to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 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 cool because myself, you know, I I grew up in Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, there's a number of the Thunderbolts that you know I've known. Right. You know they they had Speedy Garage. You know, it, it, those guys are you know they, they they they're old school in my opinion. That's what I was saying earlier. They're they're the original guys that me growing up, that's who you looked up to. I mean you know like Mercury and you know I, now now Reggie Hill because I went to school with his sister. And, yeah. You know I've known of Reggie. I I think I met him a few times. but Yeah. Reggie's yeah. got a nice collection of cars. Yeah. Uh, Billy's got a nice collection of cars. You know a lot of the new Thunderbolts. There's some that I know, some that I don't know, but yeah it's it's a, it's a good click of guys man because like i said they're just you know they've always been there to help
0: there, there's and, one and guy they, they
1: want to build i mean they want to build it so
0: there's one guy that um and, and i have to give thanks to him because it was it was in, it was like back in 2005 he actually put the stories out and um and and put them on on a web page i did you i don't even know what it's called anymore but um you know i saved i saved his pages because he put like maybe three or four stories, not very long, but he painted a picture. He did say some key car club names, some locations, um, names of of people of interest in in Austin, guys who who drag raced back then. And because of those articles, man, I was able to track down a lot of information that typically you wouldn't have found. Even, for example, the Thunderbolts, they didn't exist back then. I don't know when they came back together, but I knew that Hey, there's a car club that used to be out there, and they were pretty, pretty popular. There's a car club in Austin. They, they were. They were pretty, this guy said it. There was, there was a track in, in next to San Marcos, because this guy said it. Uh, there's a photo. He took photos there. So, you know, there, there's one of the uh, uh, Tommy Ivo. He, he's standing there, and you know, this is early '60s, mm-hmm. and this guy took the photo, and. Uh, so, you know, so I give th- thanks to that guy that if it wasn't for those stories that he put out, man, nobody would have known anything. And I would have probably not even gotten any further with, with um, being, you know, because you can search, you can search for information on the Internet if you have the right names. Yeah, you to do, who you're looking you're for. Right. You know. But when none of this stuff gets gets put into the archives, like in California, man, everybody, you know, they tell you who the the choppers were, uh, how they started and and got um, quarter mile drag racing and how they set up the NHRA through them. You don't hear about Texas and these guys, going to, you know, cattle mills up north Texas and, and meeting the, the what, what they call the NHRA safety safari team yeah. or the safari team, however they called it. Right. But anyway, that's where they met. And um, all these guys, you know, would get together and, and I had no clue how they got together and at what point they would race. But what some of the stories that this guy told... Um, you could you could make sense of, of what California did and then to name a few racetracks and then you kind of put things together and you realize that these dudes really did a lot more than what <clears throat> what um, you know most other states did because Texas
2: is a big, big yeah. country. So, you know, in the 70s, uh, I was fortunate. We had a racetrack in, yeah. in Corpus. It was called Cudahy Field. It was an old airstrip, an old air oh. race. And uh, a guy by the name of Jimmy Adair owned it, and the guy that ran the track was—he uh, had a, a wheel standard. Mm-hmm. His name was Gary Watson, and he had the paddy wagon. The paddy wagon, yeah. And uh, of course, with that paddy wagon, he went all over the country, country right? Yeah. So he knew a lot of the top racers. So he would bring, bring all these over. Don Garlitz, uh, Gene Snow, yeah. uh, people, Jim, uh, uh, people like that and he paid a big bucks and the local guys would race because they needed a place to race but they didn't make any money you know, all the money went to the big guys yeah. and, and that's just the the way it lies so the track went under after a few years because of financial and what was the name of the track or cutahay cutahay Cut okay a hay. okay i've heard about that yeah um, and that went on through from about 70 69 70 through about 76 78 i believe
0: for you guys listening there's a there's a website called uh drag drag strip list and this guy started categorizing all the drag strips from the United States and yeah you heard right all the drag strip drag strips from the United States he's got them in order from and I don't know how he does it he has a way of, of doing research I guess if you are if you work for like a newspaper or something you know how to do these things yeah. I I can only imagine that's how he does it I contacted him I gave him a few words and uh and he popped up a lot of information that normally it would take me forever to locate but he's categorizing all these drag strips and that's where I know that name of that drag strip because it belongs in, in that Texas it's in that Texas list and if you're lucky enough he'll there'll, there'll be a photo uh, in connection to that drag strip because somebody will recognize it and they'll email him and say hey I got photos from that drag strip oh, okay. and so the, the, his website is kind of growing and growing and growing I, you know You may even look up my name and you'll see that all these photos that I gave him are now on his website So his website is I, I, if you ask me it's out of control uh, There's so much in there now from every dragster, but uh and
2: that track was well-known That yeah. uh, the, the control tower was actually a big dragster and uh, people would walk up and they would it was a two-story dragster and uh that was the starting line just right behind the starting line (laughs) but you know there was some iconic uh racetrack like green valley that we used to go to in uh, smithville or fort worth uh san antonio Antonio raceway yeah they had a lot of two tracks i believe and i remember when i was 15 i came to austin my uncle had a race car uh we came to austin one winter and uh and I was, we were introduced to a guy by the name, he's still racing today, I believe, uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, the Greek, Karmacilla, uh,
1: Karm- Oh, uh, 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 uh yeah, the Greek. The Greek. Uh, the Greek. Yeah, he's got a Greek name, of course, yeah.
2: Karmacilla. Yeah. Casemires or whatever, yeah. but, mm. you know, he was a young man back then. Yeah. And, you know, he had a front-engine dragster with, uh, pulling it with a 1960 Suburban, uh, you know, the wow single axle trailer. It, it was just a low dollar deal, but he was from California and yeah. uh, we got to meet the guy. I mean, that that's something. Wow.
0: That, that yeah, some of those guys um, by 1965, um, you know, if they wanted fame, and same thing with, with Don Gardas, if they wanted fame, you know, they knew that they had to go to California because all the speed shops, all the big names, you know, Ed Pink, you know, uh, Iskandarian, right. all these guys were out there, and so they knew that if they wanted to make it onto NHRA, you know, they had to start somewhere over there. And if you read Big Daddy yeah. Dungard's book, he also mentions about going going out to California. But he also stopped here in Texas before he went out there and, and he raced that cattle. And this is before he had a supercharger. Yeah. And um, you know and he races one of the, the big names out of Texas, you know, the Scorpion, you know, Bobby Langley and um and that itself was, was one of the biggest races in Texas. And yet you don't hear too much about it unless you get on the ham or, or you know, you hear it on another story on the Internet. But, man, you never find out in a book, you know, that man. this guy actually came down. They don't, they don't talk about Going how, well, they don't, they don't even, you don't even see it in books about how rough it was when you were in those drag strips where, where you know, there's, there's beer cans and, and <laughs> you've got, um, what's that famous guy who... Um, uh honest um Honest Charlie's? Honest Charlie. Yeah, he's there selling parts out of the trunk of yeah. his Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: and and this is a, uh, you know, this is not even a, a professional track yet. It's still like an old freeway. Yeah. But for uh, us, you know, back then, even uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, there were a lot of big yeah. names, a lot of big yeah. guys that were racing that came out of Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. where Gene, Gene. When Gene Snow from that uh, way. Gene? Gene
2: Snow was one of them. But uh, yeah. Ken Bur- Burkhart, you know, he had a funny right car. Right. Yeah. funny car. Uh, I could name a few. I mean, right. there was always sixteen funny cars. Big top name funny cars, and, but they weren't California top names. They were yeah, Texas uh, right. guys, but they, they still ran fast. And yeah. we, we had a guy that lived out of Corpus. His name was Bill Rogers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. traveling Texan. He That's had a Mercury Cougar with yeah. a, I don't know what engine he had, but he, he didn't have a big motor. But he would outrun him because he knew that if he put way too much overpower in that car, it was just going to burn the tires all mm-hmm. the way down the track. So he would. He was smart he was now smart. you mm-hmm. you
0: you reminded me of something now behind me there's something that uh, i was kind of waited to to ask you y- you know a lot about these altered funny cars you oh, yeah. you had you you have a particular interest <laughs> in these cars and i and i wish i could get them all from you yeah. but behind me there's a bunch of 125 scale authentic yeah all built yeah. by you model cars of those exact cars, so look. Like if I turn around behind, me, I'm going to see Dick Carroll, yeah. and yeah. and if I look next to that one, you're going to see Jungle Jim, uh, and these are all period correct model mm-hmm. cars yeah. that somebody should put in a museum, man, because yeah. these well. things that well, you know, that's yeah. how nice these yeah. cars are. So tell us a little bit about your model car hobby. Well, and, you know, I used
2: to collect little hot rod right. magazines or uh, riding custom or uh, drag racing magazines, and to me, the altered wheelbase cars, the first original right. funny car, the yeah. true funny car. Yeah were those AFX, where they altered the wheelbase forward, put a straight axle, yep. and, and God, I mean they 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 were very unpredictable, and, yeah. and they were fun to watch. I loved the way they looked, uh, and I swore I was, and I did build one. I yep. had a '64 Fairlane, and I, I do remember day. that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I altered the wheelbase on it, had it on the street, had a big block Chevy with yeah. fuel injection on mm-hmm. it, yeah. injectors. Uh, you really made it nice look one. so easy with that with that car <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i do build a lot of models i probably yeah. got close to a hundred altered wheelbase uh models just in those cars just in that just category those,
1: yeah like.
0: but altogether, just well, altogether, throw a number i
2: got close up to about a thousand models.
0: and that's what i'm saying guys yeah. listening to this, this podcast this is why i'm here with oscar yeah. oscar like i said he's got some of the coolest stuff. Uh, if it wasn't for him, man, I probably wouldn't be building some of these model cars. And I, I can't build them as accurate and as as cool as his. I, I got my own way of doing things, but
2: uh, Well, yeah, all I can tell you, the reason I built models yeah. and I still build models is, you know, it, it's nice to have the real car, a real thing, but, yeah. but, you know, to go buy and build a real car, it would take a long time. Well, you're going to run out of, of real money. estate. Of yeah, yeah, you need yeah. a heck of a... I'd have to buy the high school so I could store them. But uh, yeah. that's that's what I do, I, uh, I, I get a lot of satisfaction building these little model cars to resemble the cars that I have seen raced or seen in magazines, that's where I get my ideas. And I uh, get a lot of satisfaction. It didn't cost near the money that right. a real car would cost. Right. Well, I mean, you of course you have... I can't get in it and drive them, but uh, yeah. I, took, I couldn't do it anyway if I if I had the real thing. <laughs> you know, uh, you give me hell about it. where's the drive shaft. You always <laughs> forget the
0: drive shaft. I think that's going to be a thing that I'm going to do yeah. from now. And I'm just not going to give you I'm the drive shaft.
2: <laughs> I have to check those two cars. You wait till I, til I leave. Wait till I leave.
0: It may or may not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's uh you have got a fantastic collection and, and it's it's a private collection, so you know and,
2: and, and I would like to say something about these yeah. model cars. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, they call the die cast and, and that's a different industry. Different. Die, yeah, you know, high wheels yep. and the big cars. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they call them model cars too, but they're not I don't consider consider them model no, cars. They're not. you don't put them
1: together. I hear these you. are
2: actually come in a kit that might have three hundred parts that you gotta paint separately. Right put them together, and, and put your decals, aftermarket decals, whatever you got to do, right. and these are all hand done. These aren't cars that I went to uh, uh, Hobby Lobby and picked up uh, as a die cast in a box, and there it is. No. So, uh, I no. do have a few of those, but... Uh,
0: yeah, so this this requires airbrushing, rattle can, right. specialty paints, uh, you know, it requires exacto blades to to, you know yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff and i have patience but man the stuff that you've done to yours it's like it's like another another month of building that little car for me anyway it'll take me that long to get get there but (laughs)
2: well after my stroke um i lost i didn't lose my eyesight but one of my eyes just kind of stays wide open and tears up so i can't see the way uh i don't i can't see detail like Mm. i used to So I have uh, started building dirt cars. Uh, model dirt cars. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And uh, they're a lot of fun. I mean, I, yeah. I'll start building a drag car, and before I know it, I'm doing a dirt back to car. A dirt car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it looks like. The, the dirtier, the better. You yeah, know, I guess you can, so, right. <laughs> you can put blue on the door or the windshield; it's not going to matter. Paint over it. <laughs> Just paint it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I, I have a lot of fun building dirt uh, roundy round cars. So. Cool. Well,
0: we took some photos of those a while back. Uh, tell us a little bit about your. Um, your your new
2: club that you set up for uh, model car building. Oh, okay, yeah, we uh, uh, we call ourselves the plastic surgeons. Guilty, I'm is. one of them guys we, now. We, we yeah. do surgery on these little cars, but uh, yeah, we meet on the second Tuesday of every month here at the shop, and uh, there's about six guys that come over, and we're hoping that it'll build from there. Yeah, yeah.
0: now some of these guys they actually come from other some other uh, clubs,
2: car clubs. Yeah, they're they're actually into the speed real cars, shops. Yeah. They're the real deal. These guys build them small to. too, uh, uh, and they build model cars. Matter of fact, about three years ago, I got a call from uh, I got a phone call. Yeah, and some guy I recognized the voice, but I didn't couldn't put it couldn't yeah. figure out who it was. And he found out that I had uh, right right after my stroke, I had run an ad to sell some of my old mm-hmm. some of my '60s models, but that never came to fruition. And this guy saw the ad and he called me. And after talking to him, uh, it turned out that it was Mercury Charlie out of <laughs> South Austin. Mercury Charlie, uh, yeah. Even Mercury Charlie builds yeah. models, you know. And uh, he wanted to come see my collection. He's never been here, but he, yeah. he promised he would come and look at it at, at yeah. some point. But I did take him some models, some of my old Mercuries that I had right. shot back in the '60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took him to him and. Maybe he'll finish them one day. I don't know. You know, I never, I never met him, and if I
0: did, he, he, maybe he could have been standing right in front of me, and, and I had no idea. When I was a teenager and I had just got my license, there was a place on um, on Lamar. Um, it was a super shop that so we'd all go and hang out. And during the day, or during the weekend on Saturdays, uh, you know, we'd go out there and you know get speed, speed mm-hmm. stuff for your cars or you know, tires, whatever you needed. But I would always take a shortcut. Uh, to get to uh, uh, back to you know one of our one of the highways here, Mopac, and uh, and there was this this house, where there was always a guy in there, man, chopping up a Merc or I mean he was getting full of you know full Spongy, of bondo or fiberglass of, yeah. or whatever the guy was doing in there, but he was turning out some decent cars, and uh, somebody told me that that was him, and I said, man, I've been watching this guy, I would pass by his house all the time and just see some guy working on a different car all the time inside that that carport. And it was you know it's always, it was always a Merc or it was some type of lead sled. And uh, and then every now and then I'd run into that car, you know, going to a show somewhere. Before the Lone Star Roundup, this is early 90s. Well, after the Roundup, you know, uh,
2: I forget what year it was. It might have been late 80s. 20, 2013 mm-hmm. or so. Uh, I had built that Fairlane, altered wheelbase yeah. Fairlane. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the cars I brought. I didn't drive it to the right. show, but I trailered it and uh during the roundup they have little gar- garage crawls that they call mm-hmm. that you get to visit all yeah, yeah different shops you go to the speed shop Austin speed shop or mercury oh the crawl, yeah, yeah. so i took the car over there one night, one day yeah and it was a friday and there were a lot of hot rods there but of all the cars that mercury charlie picked he picked my car. It, <laughs> it was a 64 Ford Fairlane. Not yeah. So, you know, but he liked the way I altered it. Yeah. And, he saw he autographed the dashboard nice, on nice. Yeah, nice i was really thrilled
0: i saw i remember seeing your car we went to your, i went to your shop for the first time you said hey come on over and you were it wasn't this place it was further down next yeah, to the barbecue box. pit and uh, and there you had it man you lifted up your door and, and i'm like holy smoke man my <laughs> mouth dropped because yeah. i mean the fuel injection was sticking out the out the hood and and the first thing i said is how do you tune that thing? <laughs> how do you tune that? Uh, I've got this thing now for mechanical fuel yeah, injection because sure. of you again. But, you know, I, I asked you back then, I'm like, you know, you've well, got that, fuel injection? Do you drive that on the street? Yeah, but you said, that, no, it's converted. converted. to yeah.
2: electronic, yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of mine down in the Valley de Leon, Joel de Leon and Harvey, yeah. built that for a race car that they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, they ran it for a season. Then they sold me the injection. The whole the thing. And I put it in that. And it was... a. Uh, it was a nice setup. Yeah. Had, uh, instead of having the little pills like you would on mm-hmm. a mechanical injectors. alcohol, it, it had uh, injectors. Wow. Yeah, yeah
0: that, that, just, that made my day that day. You also had a Model A right next to it. Right. And I see photos of it. I never asked you what happened to that thing, but
2: now I want something yeah. just like well, that. Well, I know? built that car and I bought the car yeah. And uh, without a title. And then I built it, like most guys do. You yeah, know, right, you, you Figured yeah. we'll we'll figure it out later, figure it out later. it's just a drag car, I well, we built cares. it and, uh, and uh, I drove it on the street, but uh, couldn't get a tag for it, I couldn't find a title. Yeah, title it was yeah. just kind of hard to get, and they're getting a little stricter now. Uh, so I sold it to a friend, whom. Uh, who had been out of the hot rod business for some time. You know him, Frank Woods. Oh, yeah, Mr. Frank uh, yeah, Woods. Hard. Here he comes. <laughs> and, and, we're going to have uh, to bring Frank in. Within a week, yeah. he had a title. Now, he, he works were, for DPS. He worked so. for DPS. <laughs> well, yeah, but DPS. that's not why. Hush, hush. Yeah. We don't know anything yeah. about yeah. that. I don't know what Frank. <laughs> who's Frank yeah. now, with he, the <laughs> PH? Yeah. But that wasn't the reason that he got yeah. the title, right, because yeah. he worked there. Right, right. He does work there. But... Uh, there's a uh, an a lost title team. company or something. Yeah, there. in Georgetown, and they yeah. came to his house. Yeah, and they approved it and gave him the title. Yeah,
0: yeah there's there's time. an we we're gonna you know what we're gonna yeah. have to do a, a yeah. uh, an episode on yeah. on this stuff because there's there's a title company here. Oh yeah, that uh well, that well, I've used before, Lawrence, Lawrence Title well, Company. Funny
1: story because my Camaro. Yeah, I actually bought my Camaro from Ricky Jones. Ricky Jones, I bought my and they didn't have a title, so I had to file, we right. had to file for lost yeah. title. Anyway, yeah, you, so we yeah, got, you got the title, title. You, you pay for lost title, right. you know, two, three months later, boom, bam. But for you guys
0: who don't know, across the United States, yeah. here in Taylor, Texas, there is a title company, uh, Lawrence
2: Title Lawrence. Company, well, and that these that, guys that, can help you. Yeah, I think, though, that uh, before you start saying that, that... Uh, you, there's a process you, you got to follow. Yeah, there's a process, but you got to do it in the county that you live. Right. So if right. you lived in Tarrant County, you'd have to go to Tarrant County to do it. Gotcha. If you live in Bear County, you got to go to Bear County. Well, I haven't I haven't used those guys
0: in over maybe seven eight years, but uh, they were always the guys to even even on on the the bulletin boards on the website on on the internet. If there was always somebody that could help you in trying to get you a title. Uh, the legal way in um, and and, it, and if you didn't know somebody who specialized in classic car titles yeah it was they always referred the Lawrence title company and uh, you know that name would always pop up so I I spoke to them you know a, a few times and the, the process the process is very simple you can yeah. either do it yourself if you go to the text or you can have them uh, you know pre- help you prepare the paperwork so that you don't have a hiccup in the middle of all that process and then end up having to
2: you know take longer to, to get a right. title but it's still they it's, the it's still the, all they, the did, they, they did change they did change a lot Up until I had a 55 Chevy yeah. way back in the 70s that didn't have a title. Yeah. But then uh, anything 55 and older right. didn't have a serial number on right. The title. Uh, right, right. That gets the motor weirder. number. Yeah, the motor uh. number was the serial number. Mm-hmm on the title so if the engine was gone what well, heck any motor yeah, you no put it in, yeah. right yeah yeah there, I, I picked
0: up a so so that's, that's car once that had the the they regenerated a, a different uh number for the for the car, and I, I don't know how how they did it at uh, at the DMV, but somehow well, they registered And that's it. the thing.
2: I think the DMV, the the sheriff's department, or some inspection. Yeah. As long as there's a number, I built that Willis that mm-hmm, I built mm-hmm. uh, was a homemade car. Yeah. It was patterned after the real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you saw the chassis, you would think it was a real 41 Willis. Yeah. And the guy at the at the county told me just put a tag, build your own number, get a number deal, and put Stamp it certain in numbers on there. Uh-huh. That's what I did, uh, and I got my title. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of ways that that um these but, you these know it, rules... it's different every day. You go on a Monday, it's one, one way. <laughs> yeah. It's no, good. there's, it's there's,
0: there's been times. Price. Yeah, there's been times where I've gone in there and uh, you know. It, uh, come back three, four, five times, because every person who's sitting behind that chair yeah. has a di- different understanding of the law that they're reading on that darn yeah, computer for you to right. get. I've been there, and I've said, hey, I just bought this car, and I, I need to transfer it to my name. Well, how much did you pay for it? a hundred bucks. And so, you know, and so the girl that one time says, you know, she looked it up and she goes, well, I'm going to go, I mean, she just took it apart. She goes, I'm going to go based on the value of that car for 1984 or whatever. And so I ended up paying taxes for the value that she yeah. believes she thinks that the car was worth
1: yeah. you know well, And they I'm got like, a book. that's I how think, it is now I, I think yeah. they got a book that tells them what the value yeah, yeah it's, it's like a blue book but like, before you should go tell them well, it was given to me and they give right. you like they just charged like a small inheritance yeah. Yeah. or whatever and then it's it's small gift. Yeah, to, yeah. And, yeah. and but now it's yeah, it's it's different, man. It's something yeah, it changed a lot. No, kind of like
2: that uh, song that Johnny Cash. made yeah, yeah, one, one, one part at a time. <laughs> yeah, one piece at a time. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's interesting. That title: Weighs Six Hundred Pounds. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No,
0: there's you know I, I don't know what state would make it easier for you, but uh, you know, like for example, the the Copo Camaros nowadays. There's actually a that I that I read in uh, in a magazine. There's a guy who actually. Somehow, made one of these Copo race car onlys get registered. And I don't know which state it, it is, and I don't want to say a state really? because I don't want to say the wrong one. But yeah, he was able to put it on the, he was able to get it registered and all.
2: Well, you know, so uh, that's know, back in that's 68, unique. back in 68, my uncle bought a Hemi dart. Yeah. And uh, Chrysler had come out with 50 Dodge darts with Hemis right. for superstock. And they had come, and Plymouth had come out with a Barracuda. They uh-huh. had fifty all over the country, mm-hmm. fifty and fifty, the, pretty close. Right, right. And he ended up with one. He bought it brand new from a uh, Craven Dodge. Wow. And they didn't have a title. You know, I think he yeah. paid fifty-five hundred dollars, but it was not a street car. It was a race car. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, he could have never got it titled, uh, but they did have. So I don't know. I guess today, if you see one on the street, there probably it's probably a clone. A clone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. God that, That's a
1: good one. point because, like I said. Like for the Copo, like yeah, they're they're race cars. So, I mean, you how, have to get how, a genuine
0: certificate. There, there was you had, you had, you had to. Yeah, there's ways of going about it, but yeah, it's. Yeah, there was a loophole. He found a loophole. He went through a state, and he managed to get the thing registered or something weird like that. Don't everybody come and attack me now on the dang <laughs> Facebook page because <laughs> I said this. But uh, if I'm wrong, then by all means put it on there. But yeah. if you do happen to know what I'm talking about. Uh, explained. You can put yourself, uh, you know, on, on a little comment and you know and say, yeah, "Oh, this is the how car. How they did that?" Because um, I know my son racks himself. You know, wrecks his head every day and says, "Man." I I hate these new cars they got too much computer stuff you know if it breaks you know it's got electric windows it's got you know uh, you know the the monitor monitors so much stuff you know just why can't you just go buy uh, the body and and, you know just run it without all these you know independent suspension and all that stuff and I always come back and I tell them well they do sell these bodies but they're considered you know off-road only and they won't let you put them on the street so You know, so he found out. You know, just like any enthusiast growing up, hey, I think I'm just going to get, and then he realizes that yeah. you can't do that. You but know? Do you know,
2: uh, like uh, antique license plates, yeah. yeah, you can register a car as an antique, and it does not need to be inspected. Right. Yeah. Uh, you will need insurance. Yeah. But it does not have to inspect. You don't yeah. have to inspect it. Yeah. That yeah. That
0: well, we're still waiting for that day on on. Uh, well, on our Trans Am, it's a 2002, and so uh, yeah, we'd, yeah, like of, some, we'd like to put we'd like to put some vintage plates on. That's an interesting point
1: because, uh, like I, you know, like I said, when we built, when I had my car built, you know, yeah, it, we we went to street races, right? Street races, yeah. letter River, they did it twice a month, and that was the regular. It had to be inspected, right? So of course, at that time, you know, every year you you're getting your car inspected. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't pass, maybe it would. Maybe you knew somebody had a sticker, mm-hmm. give you one on the table, blah blah yeah. blah. But then, of course, yeah, when the you know you hit to that age, you go antique. It makes sense. I mean, why are you gonna be paying yeah. sixty dollars a month? Right. Compare where you can pay seventy for five years. Yeah. Don't have to get. Yeah. You, boom, bam. That was a loophole that when that yeah. anyway. So that 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 was a. A big thing, antique plates, boom. Well, the top you going on, going back go to it. that
0: '84 Camaro that that I paid, you know, mm. the fair price value. Um, I ended up with antique plates on it, and well, um,
1: register, yeah, it falls in there.
2: And you still, know, the, uh, antique plates are not for everybody. No, if it's a daily driver, yeah, yeah, an I've seen yeah, a few
0: guys got away with, I know, with it,
2: man. It, you know, driving and an
0: of old Toyota, it, like said, smoking. only
1: drive it to parades yeah, on the weekend, right. so it couldn't be a daily. Yeah. That was the. But
0: yeah list of excuses every time you get pulled over yeah. where are you going today ah well I'm uh i'm to you know. it i went to watch it yeah, it's it it sonic you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm
1: going to uh <laughs> i'm
2: going to mcdonald's we're having a club meeting there so. you go. five yeah, different yeah. ways to get to
0: your oh, house you after <laughs> work
1: <laughs>
2: <So laughs> i've seen you drive down this way every day for yeah. five days
1: what <laughs> yeah. are you talking about oh, man, i don't know what you're talking about Let's that's talk not about. me
0: yeah same car. yeah it's <laughs> just it's crazy but anyway yeah so yeah that's
1: that's a good point about the empty place but yeah the way that came up was like, yes, that's a that's a thing now, and you know, of course, you recall, if you call, if car falls in that category, sure, that's the way to go. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah,
0: right. Well, without getting too much into the uh, behind the scenes of that, uh, we don't want to we don't want to uh, mm-hmm. be all. Uh, nervous the next time we take our cars out for a club cruise or something because, uh, you know,
2: some cop might see this and say, ah, I'm going to mess with those guys. Are you, are you legal? Yeah. You yeah. yeah. I'm going to, I'll be honest with you, yeah. the, the, the policemen here in Taylor are yeah. very cool about hot yeah. rods. Yeah. You know, in Corpus, in the valley, I could, you couldn't drive around with open headers. I mean, really? you could, but if a cop pulled you over, you were going to get You done. Here in Taylor, they're pretty lax, yeah. and I talked to a DPS about loud exhaust once yeah. and he told me he said look uh we probably wouldn't give you a ticket but if somebody complained if you're making some racket mm-hmm, up and they, down the neighborhood oh, yeah. they're gonna come out and put a stop to it okay. but uh if you're not bothering anybody nobody complains I mean, all tabula. the exhaust system. You drive a funny car if you want to,
1: man. That'd be. Man. That'd be
0: that'd I know be, be, that's. That's going to be here. a guy I know here in Taylor named Oscar. He's I gonna, know. It's, it's pretty Actually, like I said,
1: come in October. You know, Taylor has a big car show. That's another. Thing. Oh, that's Jeff coming Snyder, in October. Jeff so you'll see a whole bunch of loud cars roll through and, you know, the cops are just cool. You know, it's, it's a nice fun day that weekend. That's going to be a real nice. <laughs> I weekend. got lost to a car show like that one time. It's Hopefully. getting bigger, man. Uh, that that car show is getting big.
2: This guy was in his living room and watching television. Yeah. And his doorbell rang and it was a policeman. And the yeah. policeman said, sir... Uh, the neighbors complain about your, your car having loud exhaust. He says, it's not me. My car doesn't even have exhaust. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know what you're talking what? about.
0: <laughs> I've got some hookers. So yeah. that's, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got hookers on it. What are you talking about? What? What? <laughs> Where what? What? are they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: got what? in trouble one night with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it was good having you on, Oscar. I knew you were going to have some good stuff to, uh, to share with us. And uh, so f- for the people that want to know a little bit more about you, about your model cars or uh, just anything in general, your events that you put on every now and then here at your shop, how do they get a hold of you? well uh, you can without without giving too much
2: information where do they find you on the internet yeah, we're just yeah. like
0: we're gonna find on the internet on the inter-
2: I don't have a website I am on Facebook under Oscar Vera Vera and then your model cars you've got several websites or a couple Well, I, got, I have a couple of groups yeah groups. Uh, that you can look up and there's some on Facebook I got some circle track groups uh, dirt track models uh, Saturday Night Dirt Slingers oh, I got man. the Gasser Kings Uh, 1925 to 48 plastic models Uh, there's various groups that you can find me on but and it's all model builders is all they are and and a few of them build real cars and that's what they do for relaxation that's what I do that's my little table over there is just a, a place for therapy where I just
0: and where do they find you on Instagram? What's what's your name on Instagram? Same, Oscar Vera seventy six. Oscar Vera seventy six. Where do you go? I don't
2: know, but it, it, <laughs> I don't know.
0: I, I'm I'm Paul H R D E Z O one because you know obviously that, that, there's another you know as they are everybody likes to call me is your name Hardis? and I'm like no no it's short, just short for short, yeah. Hernandez it's very long
2: yeah. uh, so Paul Hardis, one that's on Instagram that's where you guys can and find me uh, I've got my little my little shop anybody's welcome yeah. here it's on 2nd Street I'm just a few blocks uh, west of uh, Louis Miller barbecue about go. five blocks from downtown uh, little gray building uh, you'll see the hot rods. so anybody can come out and say hello
0: yeah he's always having some group together uh, if you see cars out here yep. um you know by all means he's probably having the swap meet or um yeah, a together photo together session yeah. or something yeah there's something something cool always happening here i'm uh, gonna cut the yard tomorrow if somebody wants to <laughs> there you go <laughs> you still have that pile of dirt in the back you yeah, still need yeah, help yeah. <laughs> come on over yeah What well, thanks a lot Oscar uh, really appreciate you having us here at your forward well, doing it again yeah sometime. it's gonna
1: be fun like I said we'll get together with the other guys and we'll schedule something soon yeah,
0: yeah. all right guys that's it have a good day peace out.